There's a very obvious reason why the Pelicans aren't ruling Zion Williamson out for the year, even if being reevaluated in two weeks means he would only play two games at best. I'll explain in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans, plus some reverse opposite injury luck for the Pelicans as well. Let's go. You are Locked On Pelicans. Your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts and available on YouTube. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. Here with y'all on this Thursday, we finally got our Zion Williamson update. I said we would probably be getting that at practice, and we did, and it's good And also not good at the same time. I'll explain why, but it's very clearly set up for something. And I'll explain what that is. And of course, thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here Monday through Friday for y'all breaking down everything you want to know about this Pelicans team. Just like we're going to break down the Zion Williamson injury update. Help it make sense for y'all. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Comment down below on YouTube if you want to support the channel. We're free every day. Completely free. So let's talk about the injury update. And this comes from the Pelicans. Following re-evaluation on his right hamstring strain, Zion Williamson has been cleared to return to on-court activities. He will be re-evaluated in two weeks. So on the surface of that, the first part of that is wonderful. He's on court. He's going to be dribbling, ball handling, running. That starts to mean you go through one-on-one or one-on-none, then one-on-one, two-on-two, three-on-three, four-on-four, till you get to five-on-five, and you can make your return out there on the basketball court. That's great. It means it's progressing. It means there hasn't been a setback, which, after what happened last time, we should take. The second part of that is the part that is not wonderful. He will be reevaluated in two weeks. Well, two weeks from when this update was given is April 5th, and the Pelicans have a game that day. It's the second night of a back-to-back. They're playing the Memphis Grizzlies at home. So you would assume he probably won't play in that one. Maybe maybe he would. Say he does. Let's be optimistic here, and he's, he's cleared to play. There's only three games left in the regular season, and that's it. You have Memphis, then the Knicks, then finishing off the year at Minnesota. Three games isn't a lot to really make much of a difference for the team's fortunes. And if we really want to be smart about this statement, reevaluated in two weeks does not mean cleared to play NBA games in two weeks. It might mean this is going well. There's been no setback. We're going to ramp him up even further. And if that's the case, he's not playing in the regular season then because it's Two weeks. They're all this injury the entire time has been. We'll look at him in two weeks. We'll look at him in two weeks. Hey, next update, two more weeks, two more weeks, and two more weeks. It's literally been two weeks every single time. So this doesn't give him much of an opportunity to play in the regular season, though head coach Willie Green wouldn't rule it out on Wednesday after practice. It's still encouraging. So if he likely isn't gonna play in two weeks, you know, in the regular season, why not rule him out? I've seen a lot of people saying he's done for the year. I don't think he's necessarily done for the year. Him being done for the year or not might depend on where the Pelicans are going to be 
in the postseason, if they're going to be in the postseason. And I talked about this the other day. The Pelicans very much are still in contention for a spot. They're on the outside looking in. I'd say it's 50-50 at best if they make the postseason or not, the playing tournament. But they very clearly could be in. They're half game out right now of the ninth seed. They are two games out of the sixth seed still. They're two and a half games out of the fifth seed. This is, they're three and a half games out of the fourth seed. They, they still have a lot to play for. And to be perfectly honest with you, this is one of those things that might come down to the final game of the regular season, that game against the Minnesota Timberwolves and tiebreakers, which likely aren't working out in the public's favor, may come into play with all of this. So yeah, he should be reevaluated in two weeks because even if he's not ready to play then, if the Pelicans are in the postseason, you could still see him make his return. He'll need to go through a practice or two, certainly, but he could, in theory, in theory, I'm not saying he will, make his return. Maybe he can play in the play-in tournament for you. Or if he can't, if you advance to the first round, he could play then. This is not like last year where he wasn't going through practices but said he was healthy and wanted to play. This is one of those things where he's played this year. He's working his way back from injury. Certainly would be on a minutes restriction. Maybe not even starting. Maybe coming off the bench. Who knows? But yeah, there's a reason why they're not ruling him out. The season's not over. They might be playing for four more weeks. We just don't know yet. So... It's not so much of they'll let him play, you know, if they're in the postseason or not. It's, you know, it's, it's just, yeah, we'll see. They could be. So there's no reason to rule him out. So when you say like, oh, it's two more weeks, of course, that doesn't do us any good. It could. It very well could. I don't know if he will end up playing or not. But I do know the Pelicans are probably going to be in contention until the second to last game or the last game. If they're done and fully eliminated and it's like he could play in the final game of the regular season, like, yeah, you don't do that. But I actually don't think that's going to be the case and it really might come down to that final game. And what if you only get him for that one on the road at Minnesota? Remember, he lit them up in New Orleans earlier in the year. You could easily make the case that you play him in there as much as he can play and try and help this team get a victory. So it's not the most wonderful update. It's the update I was expecting from us talking to people, but this is what we were expecting. It's been two weeks. It's been two weeks and they're going to see if they can get him to play a couple of things with this. You can't play through injury on a hamstring strain. It just doesn't work like that. That's not that type of injury. Someone asked me why they can't reevaluate him in a week. Like you could, but I think it's just, it, there's no way he's going to be playing in a week or in two weeks. So you may as well just do it in two weeks. And, you know, more imaging is not a bad thing. But if you know, based on kind of how these injuries heal, that you've got to take it two weeks at a time, it's not likely that he'll be ramped up enough or ready to go with these on-court activities in a seven-day period that you need to, like, do the imaging and all of that. And you'd rather, instead of him going to get the imaging done and dealing with that throughout the day, just focus on the rehab and trying to ramp up to get back sooner. So, We'll see. It's, I'm not saying it's likely that he's going to play. I'm not saying it's not likely that he's going to play. But there is definitely a chance that he could play in the regular season or potentially in the postseason, which would be the first time we see him in the postseason. So that's the update for the Pelicans when it comes to injuries. But there's also other injury news that is going to impact them to end the season. Paul George and, believe it or not, Carl Anthony Towns. Let's talk about that coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. 
Before we get to that, though, today's episode of Locked On Pelicans is brought to you by the Ultimate Pro Basketball GM. You ever dreamed of becoming an NBA GM and managing your basketball franchise? Well, your dreams can come true, and this game is definitely for you. Manage every strategic aspect of your team, play through the season, and lead your team to glory. You're responsible for hiring the right coaches and assistants, trading and training players, making draft picks, and navigating your franchise through free agency in the draft and all the ups and downs of a season. All of this in a challenging and realistic game world. The Ultimate Pro Basketball GM is completely free and playable offline, play on the go as you want, when you want. We're all in a league together. I've been making the postseason. Finally, finally got to the second round of the playoffs after like seven years of getting basically swept as the Portland acting like the Portland Trailblazers, essentially, in the first round. Finally starting to go. I've got a couple of All-Stars guys that I drafted. I think we're close to a title. And Locked On Pelicans listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo code Locked On in the game store. So make sure to check it out. To download the game, just visit probasketballgm.com, scan the code, or look it up on the app stores. That's probasketballgm.com, ultimate basketball GM, start your dynasty today. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here Monday through Friday, completely free, breaking down everything you want to know about this Pelicans team, looking at Zion's injury and how other injuries to other teams are going to impact the Pelicans and their march towards the postseason. And now for your second listen, catch up on everything going on around the league. The, the end of the Mavs-Warriors game? It's a formal protest to overturn the result. They're going to be covering it over at Game to Game NBA. Every moment, every top performance, every result. Locked On Game to Game covers every game from across the NBA with local analysis that only Locked On can deliver. Minute from each side compiled into one show like the last, the little videos that I do. It's available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. So we're talking injuries today. And injuries, you know, in a sense, I thought about doing this kind of in the beginning, a little cold open of like, injuries will determine whether or not the Pelicans make the postseason or not. And I don't mean Zion Williamson. That actually might have been better. Damn. Okay. Pretend I said that in the beginning. Injuries will determine whether or not the Pelicans make the postseason or not. And I don't mean Zion Williamson. You are intrigued now. So let's talk about Paul George and Carl Anthony Towns. If you're watching that Clippers game uh, the other night, he had a scary looking injury. Super looking, hyperextended knee. They said he's going to be out. Two to four weeks reevaluated, but likely going to be out four weeks. So he's missing the remainder of the regular season. And guess what team the Pelicans play twice? They play the Los Angeles Clippers. Games that really weren't looking like they were going to be in their favor, but now you have Paul George set to miss those. They play on this West Coast road trip coming up on the 25th, Saturday, the Los Angeles Clippers. And then on April 1st, they also take them on. Yeah, that's Saturday. They're both Saturday games, one on the road, one away. Them not having Paul George is certainly a good thing. The Clippers have been playing fairly well recently. They're solidly kind of in the fifth spot right now. And that's a team that you don't want to be facing at full strength as they try and avoid a disappointing postseason run. But without Paul George, does that throw them off more? And I think it really could. So to catch the Clippers, and we don't root for injuries. That's not what we're doing whatsoever, but these things happen. And you can only play the teams that are in front of you. Getting them without Paul George is going to help. You have the Minnesota Timberwolves that have not been great either. This is the team that the Pelicans finished the regular season against. And now they're adding someone back, but is that good? And I'm not sure. The Minnesota Timberwolves 
Are getting Carl Anthony Towns back, and is that a good thing? They traded for Rudy Gobert this offseason, and they just didn't really have the initial success that maybe many were expecting. It seemed like you just kind of slot him in and everything would be okay, but that doesn't appear to be the case anymore. That doesn't appear to be how it's going to go. They struggled. They were just disappointing right around 500. They've had Anthony Edwards missing some time too. And they started to get a little bit better as the season went on after Carl Anthony Towns had been gone for a while. And by the way, he had a setback with his injury that he's returning from, which shows you, you got to be careful with these things. He had a calf injury that he said he had a setback on and essentially retore and had to start from ground zero. That's not a fun thing. That's hopefully what Zion's avoiding, which is why you don't rush him back. So they've been better, I think, without Towns. They've been disappointing-ish, but they've been better without Towns. So when you throw him back into the mix, can you find the right balance? Can you find a way to keep going and win games? I think the Clippers will be okay enough with Paul George, but if the Pelicans can win those two, it's massive. They have 10 games to go. They likely need to go 7-3 and three to be safe. They could get in other ways, but 7-3 and three makes them safe to be in the postseason, I think. Two wins against the Clippers, team they've done pretty well against in the past couple of years. You know, not having their second best player, you have Kawhi Leonard's certainly there, but you don't have Paul George. That's, that's big for New Orleans. That's really big for New Orleans. And now Minnesota, if they struggle and fall down in the standings, you know, they're in the playing tournament right now. You you could have six teams fighting for four spots. The Timberwolves, the Thunder, the Mavs, the Jazz, the Lakers, the Pelicans. Minnesota's struggling because they can't integrate Towns back or maybe it upsets the locker room in a capacity or something. Sign me up for that because that means they could tumble either out of the play-in tournament. They are only a game up on New Orleans right now. They could tumble out of the play-in tournament or maybe you beat them in the finale of the regular season, and that's the game you need to get into the postseason. Anything that makes that a little bit easier. So while New Orleans has been dealing with all of these injuries to you know themselves as the season has gone on, they're catching at least the Clippers at a good time and potentially the Timberwolves as well. And as I talked about in yesterday's show, this stretch to end the year is tough. Their schedule after the Charlotte game gets much, much tougher. It's game day, by the way. And now maybe you're looking at things being a slight bit better for the Pels. And I think that's, look, you take what you can get at this point. They have the seventh toughest strength of schedule. That'll jump up somewhat significantly after this Charlotte game, win or lose, hopefully a win. Um, So they're going to be in the top 10 when it comes to all of this. And all of these teams are going to be battling each other too. So anything that hurts one of them, Only a good thing for New Orleans, and I hope, I hope, I hope it does really mean that they can get into the postseason and we can have some fun playoff basketball to kind of end this season on a high note on. We'll see. But there is another injury that isn't great for the Pelicans, and we did not get a good update on, and that's Jose Alvarado. What's the remaining outlook for the rest of his season? Let's talk about that coming up here next in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Before we do that, though, today's episode of Locked On Pelicans is brought to you by FanDuel. The tournament is heating up and has the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to points scored, threes drained, 
You could take the first score for the team, won that on Jonas Valanciunas the other night. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. Take Trey Murphy, two and a half or more made threes and 15 or more points, and it feels like a lock every single time. So don't miss the chance to get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to fanduel.com slash locked on. That's fanduel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here Monday through Friday for y'all, breaking down everything you want to know about this Pelicans team. The injuries, what the end of the schedule is going to look like, what are their chances for the postseason. Will Zion play? There's a very good chance he will. I wouldn't, I'm wouldn't. i not ruling that out. You might think so, but you're wrong if you're saying he's for sure not playing. None of us know yet. Trust me, I talked to a lot of people before the game on Tuesday night. Other media, people, the team, no one knows yet. No one knows yet. They're optimistic, but no one knows for sure whether he's playing or not. They're still going to need to reevaluate him, see where he is, because you can't really push through this kind of injury. Now, for your second listen, go check out Locked On Saints, Ross Jackson breaking down everything black and gold. Free agent signings, Derek Carr, all of that. This is bounce back year for the Saints. They got cap room now. What is going on? Ross Jackson breaking it all down over at the Locked On Saints podcast. Make them your second listen today. So final injury update. We looked at Zion. We looked at Paul George and Carl Anthony Towns. Jose Alvarado has missed the last 10 games due to a stress reaction in his right tibia. It's basically like a fracture, I think. He showed incremental improvement. However, he's going to continue his rehabilitation process and will be re-examined in two to three weeks. This definitely keeps him out, probably for the regular season. I don't think he's going to be ready to go in two weeks if it's re-examined in two to three. This might be if they make the second round of the playoffs, he could return. This hurts when we love, love Jose. We... I've also seen the need for C.J. McCollum to work off-ball more. And while Dyson Daniels has been out there trying to do his best to be another guard for the team, Jose gives you a little bit more offense, I think, and just a little bit of energy you know, that he brings to the team as well. And that's needed, I think, for this Pelicans roster and it kind of unlocks C.J. McCollum a little bit more. Dyson's doing what he can, and I'm not saying Dyson's bad. It's just a, it's a rookie that doesn't have much of an offensive game just yet. Jose at least can orchestrate the offense well and shoot the three and score and give you potentially what you need. And if they played the Denver Nuggets in the first round, it'd be really great to have him because, well, his career high came against them. So this hurts for a couple of different reasons, but it's also going to mean good developmental minutes, hopefully, for Dyson Daniels and that you don't see Willie Green benching him, and I don't think that's going to be the case going forward. So you're really going to get this rookie and Dyson Daniels tested because it's very unlikely, given even if Zion plays in the first round, that the Pelicans would win that series right now. It feels like they won't. You never know if they get him back and that completely changes things. So we probably will not see Jose Alvarado the rest of the year, which is really, really disappointing because he's given this team a jolt of energy and they certainly at times could have used him over these last 10 games. And now that they are using CJ McCollum three games straight of using him in the proper way, hopefully four with this game tonight, that that kind of changes the dynamic and complexion of everything. We'll see. I'm optimistic the team can still get in to the postseason. I do think it's going to be about 50-50, maybe at best, maybe maybe 40-60, not in the Pelicans' favor there. 
But every game's going to matter until the end, and they are, they're not eliminated. They're still right in all of this, even to being out of the play-in tournament. Take care of business tonight against Charlotte, a team that is not good, is tanking, though has a better record than the Pelicans do since the start of the new year, since the start of this Zion injury. But they're 23-50. and 50. They are on... Oh, I have the standings up. Where are they? They're second to last in the... Eastern Conference, they're three and seven in their last ten. Are they on a losing streak? No, they won their last one. Good for them. Um, the first night of a back-to-back. I know. We'll see. Win this game. Do what you did against the Spurs. Do what you did in the second game against the Houston Rockets. Make it a three-game winning streak. Get back into contention. Make us all happy again. And hopefully, I'm going to be recapping a win with y'all tomorrow. So that's going to do it for this episode of Locked on Pelicans. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Comment down below on YouTube. And as always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. And I'll see y'all tomorrow.